to The Healthy You Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie Moon. If you're new here, thank you so much for hanging out. I am excited to bring you today's episode of the podcast. We're going to be taking a little bit of a dive into the concept of letting go. In my last meeting with my collective, which is my conscious healing community, we had several members of the collective bring up that what they were moving through was letting go. And I found myself in the last couple months in this same position. And I think it started for me in uh, September when I had my miscarriage. And I found a basically some shadow and some trauma surface And for a while, it felt as if I may be stuck in it. But the key for this and the key to letting go really comes down to the the understanding that this is all energy. And that what you're letting go of is not that you're letting go of something outside of you. It's something that you're pulling from within you. It's something that you take and you kind of allow it to rise up. And as it rises up, you can look at it and you can say, huh, is this something that I think is still true? Is this something I want to hold on to? And the thing is, is that this is where I kind of I find a lot of people getting hung up on this concept of letting go, myself included in the past, being that it's almost like you're letting go of somebody. And so when you're letting go of a situation or experience, you're letting go from something that's outside of yourself. And my apologies if we just jumped right on here, in here, but um, I, I, this has been on my heart. This has been on my heart. Everything that you experience is within you. Everything that you experience is happening within yourself. And while you can break it down to its electrical impulses or or information data, it's an experience that's happening within you. So what you're letting go of is not something that's happening in the manifested world. It's something that is happening within you. And I, 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 I would argue that if you're trying to let go of part of you, um, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of resistance. Particularly the ego is going to come up and being, you know, I'm not going to let this go because the ego thinks that it's part of you. Um, but, but trauma and uh, intergenerational trauma, trauma that you've experienced, projections, baggage, this is not actually you. It's stuff that you've been carrying within you for a while. So if you've been carrying it within you, this is something that... It may be even hidden. It may be so hidden that 
you think that it's on the outside because you're blinded to what you've been carrying with you. Um, and this is what I have found many, many times in my life. I will bring up a couple of things that have been happening in my personal life, what's been surfacing for me um, as example. These are not limited to my <laughs> my experiences, but in the last couple months, this is what I've been noticing energetically that's been happening, you know, that a lot of stuff is rising. A lot of stuff is rising. And when stuff rises, it's really uncomfortable. Like it's, it's uncomfortable. And I think that I'm noticing a lot of, oh no, I'm regressing. Oh no, I'm falling back to old habits. Oh no. And the fact is, is that this is not for sure destined that you are falling back on old habits or things are, you know, falling apart unless you make the conscious choice that they are. And as soon as you've become aware that where you are right now is not where you'd like to be. So let's start with what has just recently taken place in, in my reality, which is that a lot has been surfacing for me in friendships. Um, things that have ultimately been patterns that have happened over and over and over again. And they've been uncomfortable. And they've, within me, created, I, I've created the experience of loneliness. And I'm starting to understand why this experience is happening. It's, you know, but I, uh, in the last couple weeks, I've been feeling just a little off, but I didn't acknowledge it. And so I just kind of felt a little off and I just felt a lot of stuff kind of rising up, different circumstances, different things kind of bugging me. Um, I'm not the kind of person that's very judgmental. Um, and so when I notice judgmental thoughts come up, that's very odd. Like it's um, it's out of place. Like somebody shouts out a super supermarket or something. And that's kind of what's been happening. And I've noticed it's because a lot of my ego's coming up that I didn't know was still there or I didn't know existed at all. And a lot of it comes from some childhood experiences with friends. Um, and some young adult experiences with friends um, where essentially I would move on past a group of people and I would lose friends and I just always felt like the problem was me. I was, I was so lonely. Um, and I'm an only child, so this is something that's a pattern that's happening throughout my life, right? I'm an only child. My sister, who I was adopted with, dies. Um, I, I see that happen, so I lost Sage. Then after that, um, I go to school and I kind of switch schools around a little bit and I end up skipping a grade because my teacher kept having to take me to different uh, classes because 
I wasn't, I was testing at a, a lot higher level than I was in. So I skipped third grade and left a bunch of friends. Then suddenly I'm in a different group of people and I'm also kind of the class favorite in that from my teacher. You know, <laughs> and it's just like stuff that kind of happened over and over. Then in fifth grade, I had a friend and that friend kind of didn't want to be my, my school partner um, anymore. And then our friendship dissolved, like just little things. And then when you get older, like now that I'm, I'm going back and I'm, re and I'm reciting this patterned out for you, um, I can see it very clearly that this is something that my soul has wanted to learn. That turning to other people as your source of validation, importance, or worth is something that will leave you empty. It will make you feel empty. Because your worth and your validation doesn't come from friends never has your worth also doesn't come from achievements <laughs> so what have i been holding on to here what things have been surfacing for me here um Honestly, a lot of me remembering friends in the past maybe 10 years that um, one particular friendship where no, for sure, like that one was, that was something that I lost that friendship because of, of me being in a, a mental state of instability um, and kind of being unstable, like really being unstable. Um, and uh, without skills. <laughs> so I feel like that was um, something that was very hard for me to swallow and um, something that was really, it was a different take on the pattern of losing a friend. Um, but it's still like, I mean, that one really, that one stuck with me for a long time. You know, and what happened is I was driving home from picking Audrey up from school and I, and I thought I should email her, you know, and then I heard, um, the Taylor Swift song. She came out with a new song and it, something about, I don't need your closure, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh man, that's probably accurate here. Um. But then I, another friend came up, you know, a friend who um, is just so mega talented and does not use their talents. Um, and it came up within me some judgment there. But first it was like, well, I should reach out and offer them <laughs> like a, a job. I should offer them the job to illustrate my book. Um, and I noticed this about myself. Why am I trying to reach out? Why am I trying to draw people closer to me at this moment? You know, because this, this is like out of the blue. <laughs> 
you know, this is years, years, you know, six years after having this one friend, uh, the illustration friend, you know, 10, uh, 10 years from having this high school friend. So like, it's been a long time. Why does it come up when, <laughs> when I'm driving with my daughter? Um, and I think it came up for me because uh, I saw her at school and uh, we're walking to the door and uh, she, she turned around and she saw a friend get out of the car and um, they were just so happy to see each other and um, I think that probably sparked some some uh, subconscious remembering and rising up of friendships and stuff. Um, and so this has been coming up for me. And like, how can you let go of somebody who is so important to you? Well, it's not about letting them go. They're probably gone. <laughs> they're gone. They're doing whatever they're doing. Um, it's about letting, pulling up that part of you that is gripping to them. Gripping to the idea of them and more than likely gripping to the feelings that you guys felt together. Or the feelings that you felt when you were together. My biggest... My, my biggest thing here is I don't think that there's a need for you to like, huzzah, let go. <laughs> You're, you're free. I think it's honestly a much more internal journey. For me, the first step is always to cry. And I think this is the first step in what I would call the transmuting of that energy. So essentially, there's a lot of energy stuck in you. You're pulling up this energy that's attached to these ideas, to these concepts of people who don't exist anymore, you know? or maybe situations that don't exist anymore that you're recreating in your head. So I was recreating my uh, my friend with the beautiful illustrations um, that, that he can make. I'm recreating the version of him that I knew who doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like I don't, I'm not even the same person I was six months ago. How can I expect these people six, 10 years ago to be the same people? You know, and so it's starting to, if you kind of like step up, step back and zoom out for a second, you realize this was a you thing. This was an energy thing. And with people, um, sometimes energy gets stuck um, kind of into us and we need to take some time and um, allow that to come up. And then ask us, like, it, it wasn't true. Does it serve us? You know? And I think before that happens, you need to feel the feeling of the, the sadness, the loss, the grief, the misunderstanding, the frustration. <laughs> like, whatever it feels like, the loneliness, and feel it. And, and uh, I know if I do a big, like, a crying session, even if I'm listening to some sad songs and, like, whatever, <laughs> and you just cry you'll feel better. In fact, I've been, I've been doing this crying release thing since I was a little kid. And every single time I do a massive crying session, um, it releases so much, you know, you can shake and you can cry and you can release and like let it out. Um, 
But if you just kind of keep silent and keep it there, you're going to be having something that's risen up for you to heal and now you're stuck in it. You've got to feel the feelings and then once you feel them, um, that energy is no longer in motion and then I think you can just take that energy and say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I see you and I'm going to either allow you to go back up to, to the universe, to source, you know, or I'm going to essentially transmute you into creative energy or transmute you into an energy that will be of benefit to myself, to others. Um, and right after I did the crying session, I had a huge day of creative production. Um, I woke up, I moved, I created all day long. And um, and I noticed this kind of pattern. When you let stuff out and you let it free and you see it, then you have um, kind of taken your energy back from this and imagine like little balls inside of you. That ball rises up because of a trigger or some situation. You've asked for healing, so here it is. <laughs> it's come up and you can either swallow it back down and pretend it doesn't exist. I don't see that. <laughs> or you can allow it to come up and when it comes up, you're gonna see it again. And you're gonna remember this friend who you loved so deeply. Who for one reason or another walked away. Or a situation that happened at death. Someone died. I'm not asking you to banish these people from your thoughts. But when you're looking at this thing, you've got to decide, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do now that I've kind of cried and felt the feeling that is evoked by seeing this again? What am I going to do with it? And sometimes for me, the answer is to say the honoponopono, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Um, and thank you. And I say that to the thing, to the person, to the idea, to the energy. And I say it to me. To the me that's been carrying this around inside of her. To the me that swallowed this because it was too much. Or um, you can say, okay, well, this is, I can actually see. Now this is actually a little ball of energy, like Calcifer um, from Howl's Moving Castle. And now I'm gonna use this and transmute this. Um, and usually I'd find like creative energy in the service of others is the way that I, the route that I take. Um, anything that's of a, a high vibration, an expansive vibration. And if you're not in a place to use this for expansive purposes, then just say honoponopono and allow it to to uh, go up to source, go up to God, go up to your higher self, go up to your soul. 
we hold on to many things. You know, not just people, not just situations and circumstances, but we hold on to ideas of ourselves. And this is something I want to ask you to do a little bit of an evaluation on. Because I'm sure that when people are talking about letting go of things, um, they're talking about something we've discussed. But there's also parts of you that are not you. Identity, identities, personality, traits, things that you have adopted and worn like a mask. And part of the rising practices is to allow those masks to kind of drift off your face for a second so you can see it. And sometimes when people see that, they're like, nope, and they slam it right back into them and they're like, not gonna look at it. You know, or instead of seeing the mask that has drifted off so they can see it, they're looking out there. You know, I know that's, I'm gonna look over there. <laughs> but if you can bring some consciousness and attention to the moments, you're gonna start to see if it's coming up to move through you or out to move out of you, it's not you. It's not you. You can't leave you. So if a personality part of you, something that you thought was part of your identity, like for me, I was told my entire life that um, I was uh, a particular way. I'm sure that you were told you were a particular way and so you kind of became uh, that particular way. But as I got older and I started to kind of go through my own journey, I realized that I didn't have to be that particular way because um, I could choose a new story. Become aware of the stories that you're telling yourself. And really often these little balls that rise up out of you are balls of stories. They're balls of stories that you're telling yourself, stories of my friend, my friends, and all the good times we had, and all like the uh, amazing things we did together, and how could they do this to me, and like how could I do that to them, and like, like if only I had a chance to, <laughs> like if only they knew the real story. <laughs> Look at the story you're telling yourself. Look at the story that's risen up, and it may be time to write a new story. I know this is a little bit of a chit-chat on, on letting go, on transmuting that energy. And I appreciate you for being here and holding the space. I hope you have a beautiful day and expect another episode about letting go uh, in the next coming weeks as I'm still moving through some things. More, more is downloading, but I feel confident that I've gotten out what I needed to get out today to talk to you about, to guide you through.
this is enough. Let's let's transmute. Let's evolve. Let's transform. This is what it means to bring in the light. To bring in your conscious awareness and intention to every moment so that you can see balls rising and masks coming off. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Oh.